Welcome to this podcast of Matins on the Feast of the Holy and Indivisible Trinity. The cantor this week is Mark Draper and is joined by Tim Hamilton and James Oldfield to sing the introit, Thou Wast, O God, by Thomas Tallis. Each have recorded in a different location and all is edited by Tim. Thank you to Claire Wesley for reading the lessons. Claire is the PA to Nathan Thompson's CBO, Chief Executive Officer of the Duchy of Lancaster. I am Thomas Woodhouse, Chaplain of the Queen's Chapel of the Savoy. Welcome. Thou wast God, and thou wast blessed before the world began. Of thine eternity possessed before times of Latin. Open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O God, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. And show ourselves glad in him with psalms, for the Lord is a great God and a great king above our gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth. 
And the strength of the hills is his also, the sea is his, and he made it. And his hands prepared the dry land, O come, let us worship and fall down. And kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is the Lord our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. A reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, put things in order, listen to my appeal, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Here ends the first reading. O Lord, our governor, how excellent is thy name in all the world. Thou that hast set thy glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of very babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger, for I will consider thy hands, even the works of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him lower than the angels to crown him with glory and worship. Thou makest him to have dominion of the works of thy hands, and thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air and the fishes of the sea, and whatsoever walketh through the paths of the seas, O Lord our Governor, how excellent is thy name in all the world. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, World without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them 
in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Here ends the second reading. Oh, be joyful in the Lord, holy lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Ah, Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, which art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. The collect for this feast of the holy and indivisible Trinity. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given us your servants grace by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity. Keep us steadfast in this faith 
that we may evermore be defended from all adversities. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defence, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance, to do always that which is right in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray, and pray first for the Queen's Majesty. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, the High and Mighty King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the only Ruler of Princes, who dost from thy throne behold all the dwellers upon earth, most heartily we beseech thee, with thy favour, to behold our most gracious Sovereign Lady, Queen Elizabeth, and so replenish her with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, that she may always incline to thy will and walk in thy way, endue her plenteously with heavenly gifts, grant her in health and wealth long to live, strengthen her that she may vanquish and overcome all her enemies, and finally after this life she may attain everlasting joy and felicity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer of thanksgiving on this feast of the Holy Trinity. Thanks be to God our Father, who made us and sustains us through the harvests of the world. Thanks be to Jesus Christ, his Son, who redeemed us and reconciles us to God through the blood of his cross. Thanks be to God, the Holy Spirit, who regenerated us and revives us in the life of the Church. O God, all-loving, all-holy, all-wise, we worship and we adore you. Amen. A prayer by Frederick Morris from the 19th century. Most blessed and glorious Trinity, three persons in one God, teach us to worship and adore that absolute Trinity, that perfect unity, and that we may adore thee that our worship may not be a mockery, may we to know that we are one in Christ, as the Father is one with the Son, and the Son with the Father. Suffer us not to look upon our secretarism as if it were a dynasty. Help us to regard it as a rebellion against thee. Help us to see all distinctions more clearly in the light of thy everlasting love. Help us to recognise the truth of every effort to express something of that which passes knowledge. Help us to feel and confess the feebleness of our own efforts. So may thy holy name embrace us more and more. So may all creatures in heaven and earth and under the earth at last glorify thee throughout all ages.
And Lord, as we continue to experience degrees of anxiety and fear, let us also pray in our common life. Help us, dear God, under the shadow of your mercy, to be kept safe in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and fearful, and lift up all who are brought low, that we may rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. So now may I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And as I come to this sermon, you might hear in the background the noises of the Savoy Strand development. We are rejoicing this week that people are back on site, that very slowly and gradually people are emerging from the lockdown. So as you hear that noise, rejoice that people are back amongst us. As we know, families are not straightforward and relationships need to be worked out with triumphs and disasters becoming shared experiences. The story that we tell as the family of Christ is one of a love for God. Throughout the seasons from Advent to Pentecost, we tell the stories of how that love was poured out by Jesus, starting from the moment we gazed on a loving God in the crib to that moment when in turn we were looked upon by a loving God from the cross. We now begin to make our response as a family joined together by God's grace. In his second letter to the Corinthians, Paul uses the word koinonia to describe this familial relationship, a word which we can understand in terms of partnership or sharing or communion. The relationship Paul is addressing has been under enormous strain as Paul and the Corinthians have struggled to work out their relationship through visits, letters, reports, rumours even. Sorrow, joy, despair and hope, very much as a family might work out its relationships, as we in this lockdown may have been working out our relationships anew. This struggle is reflected in the way Paul signs off his letter. He says, finally, brothers and sisters, farewell. Put things in order, listen to my appeal, agree with one another, live in peace. All it remains for Paul to say is, and we may well have used this ourselves, dear family, try to get on. A characteristic of the lectionary of readings for Sundays is the way in which we travel back and forth in time through the Gospels, letters and Acts of the Apostles. Today, we are back at the resurrection. Matthew has no time for post-resurrection conversations. He has no time to record the ascension or the Pentecost. 
Instead, he wants the disciples to be up and off, rather like the angels who addressed the disciples in St. John's account of the, the Ascension. What are you looking for? Be up and on your way. Jesus addresses his disciples, the family of believers. They see Jesus. They worship Jesus. But some of them remain doubting, a little muddled. Jesus tells them the journey is going to be challenging, but God will be with them always, even to the end of the age. We are being told that our recovery from COVID-19 is more a marathon than a sprint, a long-term journey with highs and lows. Throughout, we need to be prayerful for ourselves, for one another, for the widest possible community we can imagine. The epistle gifts us the words of a prayer used as a way of blessing one another. And those words are familiar and perhaps helpful now. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. It is a prayer of blessing. It is also a prayer that sums up much of what being a Christian is about. It is about focusing on the God we know in and through our Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Often used in Holy Communion, the prayer for purity also reflects the Trinitarian nature of God, the community of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, which is at the heart of our worship today. That prayer goes, Almighty God, unto whom all hearts be open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. We have to keep on keeping on. But we do so in the knowledge that God is with us as the creator, the redeemer and the sustainer, knowing that we are at the heart of him who first loved us. The church, a community that seeks to reflect the Trinity as holy and undivided, is our spiritual home. And it is here that we gather as a family committed to asking the challenging questions. One we must start to address as we begin to emerge from the COVID-19 lockdown is what will the chapel's worship look like? What will our ministry be? How will we reflect the love and hope of Jesus? I hope in some way the noises that accompany this service help you see and understand that the Queen's Chapel is set in a daily routine 
not just one day a week, but witnessing seven days a week as we aim to build relationships with our neighbours, not only on the building site, but also as the offices are brought back into use, seeing what we can do for our local community as well as for the widest community of the chapel. We are no less a worshipping community. We are no less the staff of the Duchy of Lancaster because we are currently far-flung. But when we gather again, we will have been changed by our experiences. The challenge is to have the confidence of those first disciples who, on receiving the Great Commission, set out immediately on a journey that was to change the world. Amen. So may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son Jesus Christ our Lord and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.